0: This is Together 24-7, episode 44. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh,
1: Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach – and we help people who want to – couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we, we work with you to create a plan.
0: And to come up with rules in your business.
1: To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are.
0: And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons.
1: So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430.
0: Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hello, welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am co-host and husband, Barry Cohen.
1: I am co-host and wife, Catherine Cohen.
0: Hello, wife. Hello, husband. Welcome back. Welcome back.
1: I've been with you all friggin' day. Do I have to put
0: explicit now? Is friggin' explicit? No,
1: it's not explicit. No, we don't have to put that down.
0: And stop yelling at me. So...
1: Stop making it sound like we just saw each other for the first time today.
0: We did. You were on the phone.
1: I was on the phone. I was. Anyway.
0: I was locked in my office. You were locked in your office. Talk. Who do we have today?
1: Today we have Linda Lieberman and Julie Fortner. Julia. Julia. Oh, jeez. I, you know, and how many years have we known them? Many. 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 And, and And how often do I screw things up? You screw up my name. All the time. Linda and Julia. Lieberman and Fortner. And we and it, the the T is more prevalent than the D. That's that's one of those tough names. To, anyway, so their company name is Aspire Realty Group. So they do residential real estate sales. They just uh, they just sold a beautiful house to a friend of ours. They did. They did. Oh, sorry, but, I wasn't and, paying
0: attention to and, you. And
1: and, <laughs> and we introduced them originally
0: because they also did dun, dun dun
1: So they also so how we originally met Linda and Julia all these many years ago is that they used to do ghost tours here in Phoenix and they were really fun and we still have some really great pictures from the ghost tours. And that's how we know Linda and Julia. And, uh, and then the ghost tours thing kind of went by the wayside as, as happens with all entrepreneurs, things change, things happen. And so you move on to the next one and they have been in the real estate business now for two years. Julia is the broker And Linda is the realtor, or schlep, as she likes to say.
0: (laughs) I would have said peon, but...
1: You could say that. That might need the explicit... I don't think so.
0: (laughs) No, it doesn't. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive.
1: Okay. So they've been working together now for a really long time. Like I said, it's like 10 years or so with the the ghost tours, and now another two years. And then you guys have known each other for 17 years. So, long time. Known each other
2: for, we've known each other for 19, actually even longer, because we, we met in theater and we used to beat each other out of roles. So we, we knew of each other approximately 10 years before we actually worked together in a show. So we'd see each other at auditions and go, ah, she's here.
0: Who, who won more of the roles? Depends
2: on the type of role. She beat me out of a lot of musicals and I beat her out of a lot of things that needed accents. Ah, so you do accents. And that was Linda we just heard from. Linda's the nerd.
1: She wears it like a badge. She goes to Phoenix Comic Con, loves it. Comedy, theater, singing, logic puzzles, and traveling. Um, she is with the dog. That's your child. You guys have a, a fur baby, basically. That's what we have. That's what so many people have. And your your fur baby is 13, and that is 38. Uh, her name is Abby. Abby, okay. 38 was a previous pup. Um, that had a whole story I, I just recently heard. <laughs> you were Make-A-Wish Foundation's uh, Volunteer of the Month in August of 2013. Apparently, mosquitoes find you irresistible. we're here in the desert. We don't have that many mosquitoes, but they all find you. They all find you. They me. all find right. you.
0: Well, we find you irresistible, too. Aw, sure. Aw. Um, God, I think Barry
1: might be a mosquito. Oh sure. And Julia, you love cooking, acting, singing, reading, scuba diving, and your newest form of stress relief is playing the ukulele. Yes.
3: That is, that's is—that's interesting. Ukulele seems to be like a big thing now. It is. Somebody gave it to me for my birthday about a year and a half ago, and I was obsessed with it for about a month, and now it's kind of a nervous habit. I keep it beside me on the couch, and if I have to wait for my computer or wait for somebody and I'm on hold... I'll just whip it out and start playing away.
2: And start playing away. She's talking about the ukulele. Okay.
0: We knew that. See, my mind didn't go there.
2: I just didn't want you to have to put explicit on this particular podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a caring carer. Thank you. You're a caring carer. Um, Well, you were because you were a
1: teacher. Well, you are because you were a teacher, and teachers tend to be – they're either caring or nuns. Um, (laughs) I am not a nun. Yes. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Uh, And you started the brokerage – Julia, you started the brokerage in 2012. Linda joined in 2013, and you like to travel around the. Well, I guess you guys both do travel around, move your office from here to there and everywhere. And you've got six kids in your life by way of nieces and nephews. Do you sugar them up and send them home? Yes, that is my favorite part of being an aunt: sugar them up, send them home, and get
0: them big loud toys. (laughs) <laughs> to go home
3: they, with. They Drums usually that. hit the car and fall asleep. That's my job.
1: That's your job. Hit the car and fall asleep. So you guys have now in real estate, before that, you know, with the ghost tours and everything, and uh it's folks, it's harder work than it thinks than you think. You've got to get out there, you've got to advertise the, the ghost tours. Well, so is real estate, but anyway. Um, how did you guys, you know, decide, hey, we wanna go into business together and you know, we don't want to ruin this relationship, we, you know,
3: how did you decide that this might, this might work? Well, I've been in real estate. This is my 11th year. Right. And Linda was teaching for most of that. And then you want to explain how you got out of teaching?
2: I ran screaming.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not from the kids, though. The kids were
2: great, amazing, wonderful kids. I just had a difference in philosophy. Um, I think that the more fun you can make your classroom, the more kids are actually going to enjoy being there and want to learn, and uh, it was becoming a more structured and test-driven situation than I felt was in the best interest of the kids. So I I had come to the point where I felt like I could either be a good teacher or a good employee because I had to... (laughs) I had to uh, do things in a way that I felt. I was not turned to page 178, let's all read this for three hours. So we would do interesting, fun things. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I loved working with the kids and. Julia used to volunteer in my classroom uh, to keep the library in order. I had a fabulous classroom library. I had a business card. She did. She was. I was the
3: vice president of library services of sector 13. Because my room was 13 or whatever my room (laughs) was. And
0: there's that nerd part coming out. And there's the (laughs)
1: nerd part, sector 13. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Tertiary adjunct to Unimatrix 1.
2: So she would volunteer in my class, and I would then pay back by volunteering to do some little real estate-related tasks here and there that I was allowed to. And so when I decided to move from teaching to the next adventure, I knew more about real estate than the average bear would have, so I was already ahead of the game in that. And Julia was a great mentor to me in that. Um, initially we were with two different brokerages. This was long before she had started her own. So I've actually, in, in January, it will be my fifth year in real estate now. How about that? Five years. Five years in real estate. Which a lot of people look at and go, wow, that's not very long considering how many people have been in it for decades and whatever. But it's changed a lot in the last five years. So a lot of people actually have jumped out of it when things got
0: Really yeah, I was gonna say you got into it, got when, into it when during the crash. Sure. Yeah.
2: But you know, the way I looked at it was people were saying people were getting out of it because they said, Well now we have to sell four houses to make the same amount, you know, we used to for one and I was like, Are you kidding me? I used to teach <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just have
1: to sell half a house to to get paid what they used this to is, teach me. This is
2: this is so much less work than the average day as a teacher. That's because, right. You know, anytime anytime I start getting overwhelmed, I just think about what my life would be like. If I had not made that change ago. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, the, st- and so. the statistic of dropout in our industry is unbelievable. 95% of people who get their real estate license, like actually manage to pass the tests, get a hold of their license, sign up with a broker, the whole nine yards, 95% will not renew the next year.
0: Well, they suddenly realize it's work.
3: No, it's not that. They're happy to do work. It's Some getting the work. Getting the someone to trust you to sell their home, getting somebody to trust you to well, that's drive part, them that's around, part of the work. show them the houses, but that's that's the hard
0: part. Yeah, and that that's part of I mean that's any entrepreneurial business. It, doing the work is the easy part. Actually getting the clients and the customers, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Right. And and a lot of people aren't willing to do that, don't know how to do that, and don't want to learn how to do that.
2: About 117.3% of statistics are made up. So, approximately. Always- <laughs> approximately. <laughs> I saw
0: approximately. it on the internet, it's true.
1: It oh, must be true if it's on the internet. <laughs> must be. Must be true. So now, Abby is is she your Mascot, is she involved at all with the We, we are you just, really reaching I'm for really that one? I'm really reaching
0: for Abby that has one.
3: Three jobs
1: okay, I see, I knew it being uh,
0: pooping and puking. Nope. No. No. no, no, she's,
3: she's a hard working beast. Abby was told when she was brought into the household that her job was to walk us because we hadn't been walking, so get us some exercise to uh, guard the house. so bark at appropriate times i like that appropriate times just willy-nilly but yeah she's a great doorbell and to keep the scorpions away
0: awesome she's like the
2: cia she takes her job very seriously she will absolutely check the perimeter make sure that we're safe before someone comes in
3: yeah if somebody rings the doorbell and we actually open the door she wants to go out walk around them and smell and then she walks back in the house if they're okay
0: hey can we get one of those
1: if you'd like, but if you're gonna walk them, no, <laughs> no, see that's why we have cats, but the cats also have a job, and that is to kill the scorpions as well, so see, it's an important job in this zip code in right. this in this zip code where we live uh with a mountain and lots of scorpions around, it is an important job for any any uh fur baby to uh to take, so it's there true. you have it so why did you guys decide to you, – you said that you were both in different uh, – at different real estate offices. What made you decide to start to work together? Not just do the same thing, but do it together. And and now one of you is – one of you is sort of the boss.
3: Oh, not, I am the boss. Okay. Okay. Not sort of the boss. Okay. That is true. She is the boss. Yeah. The law is very clear on
0: this, and well, so am I. Well, the law and <laughs> and um, reality could be two different things. But But she just
1: said the law is very clear, and so is she. So – how do How do you do that? How do you you know
2: well we we did the ghost tours for several years before we worked together in this business, right, and in that business, I was the boss okay, so um it's it's her turn, so I'm fine with it. she's also oh she's, she's also <laughs> very good at it, so she knows more about real estate than I do. so I am happy to take her advice because she is intelligent and I respect her, so awesome. It's Good kind of boss to have.
0: Because I, I say Catherine's the boss. I make her feel good and, you know, I respect her and I love her to death and I think that she thinks she's the boss. But in reality, it's me.
3: Yeah. In, in real estate, the liability is always with the broker. So even if it's Linda's client and Linda's contract and Linda screwed up and did something horribly wrong and we get sued or penalized by the Department of Real Estate, it's me, not her. I take all of the
0: risk. Okay, Catherine, you could be the boss.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Gee, thanks for that. Thanks for that. And um, you, you both were entrepreneurs in the past. You had the ghost tours, the, the Phoenix ghost tours, and they were fun.
2: Uh, actually, it was it, go- ghost <laughs> tours. Was ghosts of, of Phoenix? Ghosts I of have Phoenix. to I have to specify that because there is a Phoenix ghost, ghost tours, tours right. that was opened by uh, one of our former tour guides, Joe, who was wonderful. So, but he, he named his company phoenix ghost tours and you guys were were ghosts ghosts of of phoenix ghosts
1: of phoenix and not to be confused with the (laughs) ghost hunters that we interviewed uh, for halloween so not to be confused with not to be not that not that we have a ghostly theme here before that were either of you entrepreneurs did did either of you have your own businesses
2: as a child i used to make comics in school and um, sell them for fake money to other elementary school children. Does that count? Yes, that counts. It's an entrepreneurial spirit. There you go.
1: There you go. There's the entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit. I would have done it for real money, but
2: you no know. Kidding. whatever. No. I'm
0: like, fake money? Come on.
2: <laughs> well, they weren't really published comics.
0: They were so cough sl- up a nickel.
3: <laughs> sort of. After college, I was making my way in the world as an actor and that is kind of entrepreneurial because it's your job to go out and do the auditions and get your headshots And I mean, unless you have a, you're big time and you have a manager and you've got people for those things, you're doing it by yourself. So it's, it, it starts at, you know, it starts
1: out small. It, you know, it starts out, um, it's that little bit of a tug that says, I don't want anybody to be the boss of me and whether you start that out in grade school or as you you know as you come out of college and and you go out on your own way and I don't want anybody to be the boss of me until you eventually get people
3: probably why I I didn't do so well I mean I kept my rent paid but I I felt that I didn't have very much control as an actor it's you you just Go out there, audition, you get it, you don't get it, you move on to the next one. Try not to take it personally. But it's it felt it felt like I didn't have much control. And I realized that I'm kind of still in that position as a real estate agent, but I do better.
0: Well, it's the same thing. As, as a real estate agent, you have to go out there, get the clients, get this, get that. As an actor, you're going out there. The clients is really the auditions you're going on and looking for, and you're going to land some. You're not going to land some. Real estate, you're going to land some. You're not going to land some. It's all the same thing, just in a different way in the acting world,
3: yes,
1: so for those of you who are listening who are thinking about being an entrepreneur or of, actor or an actor,
0: same. I had to throw that in there or an actor.
1: It is. It's going out and doing the work. You can you can sit at your desk and you can do all the work that you want and you can know your paperwork and you can know every real estate law there is and you can, forwards and backwards, what type of house it is, how to figure this out, how to calculate, whatever it is in whatever profession that you're choosing. But the most important part and the part that fails so many people is the, now you're the one who goes out and gets the business, whether the business is the acting job or the, you know, the the real estate client. I want to sell my house. I want to come buy a house with you guys. It, that's the kicker. That is the kicker. So having been in this beforehand um, uh, with with the ghost tour stuff, is that the moment that you realize that you guys can do this and and not end
2: up, you know, hating each other for the rest of your lives? We're lucky because we actually enjoy working together. So no matter what, capacity it winds up being in with 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 make-a-wish arizona when i started volunteering for them i really missed having julia be a part of that and so she's actually now the person that is my partner in that most often um it's it's very we we work together very easily we have different skill sets and we can trust each other to actually accomplish tasks so it's nice to have somebody to work with, whether it's in a ghost tour or a real estate transaction or whatever the case may be, to
3: have somebody by your side that you would actually hand pick. One of the things that I find most frustrating in general is... not being able to get a hold of somebody when I need to find a status of something, I need to ask a question, and it's so easy to just yell down the hallway um, or just say, you know, hey, you labeled this thing wrong, hey, da-da-da, or ask a question, and that's really convenient. Uh, We've both had transactions where it seems like the other realtor just would – in a cross transaction, that's what we call the other realtor.
1: She can it's, have her hands up in the air as long as they don't hit the table. We're good. We're, we're watching hand signs. We're watching hand on signs <laughs> going on over here and and well, with she's the Italians. Yeah, once she gets started, on once she gestures, gets started, gestures, I know.
3: could go fine. Know. And I'm just saying. I know. but I have not yet touched the wood. Yeah.
0: uh, For our listeners, we're sitting around, again, the second time in a row, we're sitting around our kitchen table with our guests, and one of the rules when you're doing uh, recordings like this is you don't want to have your hands hit the table, otherwise you start hearing that. So we kind of let our guests know that, and what was happening is Julia was starting to talk with her hands, and Linda was saying, no, put your hands down, put your hands down. (laughs) As,
1: As all good Italians will do, Julia was talking with her hands, as I do
2: so often.
0: But
1: now
2: they've blown our cover because all of that was completely unknown. But now it's as though you see it in your living rooms or your cars or, you know, wherever you're listening to this.
0: And if you're driving, don't close your eyes and visualize it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Please don't close your eyes and visualize. But if you are driving, you are allowed to gesture. You have my permission.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. I know what gesture they just gave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, broker and realtor, you definitely have a division of labor. Um, you know how how that goes, and that's kind of decided by the law and by experience, and and by whose, you know, real estate firm it is, and all that stuff. But how do you those responsibilities, uh, Julia? You were starting to talk about sometimes the cross transactions and keeping on top of that, and um, it, it, you know, it, and I know how how badly those things can go. I. You know, I hear different stories all the time in in some of the networking groups that we're in. You know, well the other mortgage person, well the other realtor, well the other you know whoever. When you're doing something where you have two businesses involved, uh, how how do you guys overlap your responsibilities? Check in on each other, make sure two people aren't doing the same thing, and and you know that and sort of thing.
3: Linda's work is Linda's work. Uh, my job is to supervise, make sure she's not. Breaking the law. Good thinking. Um, and keep her informed of what the law is if there's any changes. And Linda, if if she has questions, she asks me. I answer. What even if she disagrees with that answer, it doesn't matter. It's my answer. It's my company, so my answer is the right answer. Normally, she's fantastic. Um, Normally. <laughs> no, and what well, I'm saying is normally that. there's not very <laughs> many questions. Normally, it's, very, it's rare that she comes to me with a, okay, broker question. Hmm. And then I just snap into broker mode, answer the question, and then we go you know, put Supernatural back on.
2: <laughs>
3: Supernatural
2: will remind you of a broker question here and there, I'm just saying.
0: And, well, you know what? Let, <laughs> we're going to do a little exploring right now. Because since the normally just came up, and by the way, excellent backtracking, you did a great job on that. Um, what is, between, in your partnership, what has been the biggest entrepreneurial disagreement discussion fight that you guys have had?
2: We have not had a fight. The biggest transition was Julia's, and that was when she went from having the entire property to herself to um, use as her work base to us having to split it up into different designated areas when I also was doing a lot of work from home because when I was teaching at risk kids um, I wasn't there she could be in any room at any time and wouldn't be interrupting any phone calls of mine or, or any business of mine um, I'll, I'll let you take it over from there it was a bigger transition for her than for me It was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I had the entire house to myself. I'd put on TV to keep me entertained while I tapped away at other things. But it wasn't like I was paying attention to it. It was just background noise. And then not having that background noise because it disturbed Linda or Linda coming and actually sitting on the couch was really disturbing to me because it was having another being in my office. So she now works from her, her bedroom bed. in the corner, back, back, way back in the corner, and I have the left couch cushion, which is the Sheldon spot, and it's my spot, and it's a completely operating work, uh, workspace within Hand's Reach, which was, that's...
0: Computer, telephone, remote control.
3: Mm-hmm. That's- oh, yeah, stapler, everything, huh. all right there. Awesome. From Sounds. the left couch cushion. From the left couch cushion. That's very specific. <laughs>
1: that is very specific. So this obviously did carry over a little bit into your personal life because you, you were using the entire house, like the whole house. I know if he she was being mm-hmm. a househog. She was being a househog. I know if he starts fixing a computer in the living room, I just flip out if it's not done in a certain amount of time because it's got all laid out over there. So it has to
0: be done quick, otherwise the cats start. Hiding screws on me. That's the true.
2: thing that's funny about it, and you got to watch those cats; they can be wily. Is that when when we started out, we were at different brokerages, and I had uh, an office in Tempe to which I could go and do work whenever I wanted to. But in real estate, a significant portion of your work is actually done on your computer or on your phone. Or it, it, there's not uh, the the need to have. A different place to which you're driving and actually um, sitting, it's, it's different for real estate than it is for a lot of other jobs. And one of the big reasons to go with one of the brokerages that you can use as an office space is, well, you can meet people there, but I prefer to meet people at a place that is more convenient to those people than to have them drive out to meet me at said office in Tempe, which... You know I feel that it's better customer service to go closer to the, the place that they want to see or a place that's convenient to them, so it was useless having that space, so I actually was doing a lot of my work from home anyway um, so it, once we once we got it worked out, it's the i'll stay over on this side of the house, you' be over on that side, and they are actually used as office spaces It's perfectly fine now
0: and the advantage of being in the bedroom is you get to take a nap. <laughs> You don't have
3: to go far. I absolutely cannot work in bed. (laughs) That that reclining position does not work Mm, for me. I'll I'll just be like, oh, I can't do this, and I get up and go to the couch because that's where I work. Just about
2: anywhere, so it doesn't bother me at all where I am. I just can't. I can't write while there's a TV playing next to me. So,
1: hence the reason you're not on the uh, on the right uh, couch cushion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, she got
3: kicked off
2: the right couch
3: cushion.
0: Apparently you were an annoyance or a distraction or both. Everywhere
2: Wait, no. I go, I'm an annoyance, a distraction, or both. So <laughs> the right couch cushion can just stand in line.
0: Well, that's great. So, so you found a way past it and resolved the issue by just separation that that. That's what,
1: that's what we ended up doing. We shared an office for a while, and both of us are loud. Very and so, loud on the phone. And so, so yeah. and, and so there we have it. We have a door between us.
0: <laughs> and my office is soundproof, so it's even better. <laughs> it's fantastic. So now that we've we've discussed how know, how how annoying and distracting <laughs> Linda is,
2: <laughs> poor Linda. <laughs> I wear it like a badge. <laughs>
0: that too. <laughs> Apparently, Julia, you're perfect. Yes. I thought so. <laughs> so uh, let, let's give, tell some people some of the joys of being able to just work together and live together in the same house and how things work. You know, what, what are the advantages of that?
3: Quick communication.
0: Okay.
2: You gain weight.
0: Yes, I that's, know that.
2: That's, that's a warning to all of you out there who are considering this. You think you'll lose weight, but you won't. You will absolutely not. Why would you think you would lose weight? I mean, we, you know, I, I know why
1: we You gain think as
3: everyone complains or the, the number one, you see it on the commercials, the number one reason people don't, don't exercise the is they, ti- don't, they have don't have time. time. And it's like, and think, mm, I'm going to have time to walk a mile. And I'm going to have, have time to go to the gym. Day. I'm going to have time to do my housework. And then you actually yeah. get work. And, uh, you know, it's,
2: it's not close to walk over to wherever, but you know what is close? The refrigerator. That's right.
1: That's
3: (laughs) right here. Right right now. My hand is lovingly touching the refrigerator door. It's always going to be more fun to turn on the TV than to mow the lawn. (laughs) So it wins. It's not about time. I have time. I just don't want to. (laughs)
0: You know that's not one of the pluses though.
2: That is not the answer to this question. No. One of the great things about working together is not gaining weight, although you will. (laughs) 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 One of the great things is, especially in real estate, we have the ability to have a mobile office. So, um, with with buyers, if we if we are out of the area, we can have somebody else show them the home. But as far as uh, most other transactions, and even the buyers' transactions, once you've hit a certain point. Most of our work can be done from other areas. So it's given us a chance to travel during some off times, which is really nice. Um, We don't have to go to Disneyland when school's out.
1: Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Rotten kids. Oh, sorry.
3: Best time to go to Disney World is that second week in September.
2: For those of you that want to uh, go to Orlando to check out the new Harry Potter Wizarding World. Which I do. Yes. At some point.
3: But more important, I want to swim with the manatees,
2: which also has nothing to do with our living room um, or working together from the same office. But manatees, were they to be in our office, would like the atmosphere and they would gain weight,
1: and they would gain. So the moral of the story, boys and girls, is you will gain weight. <laughs> but
3: everybody loves a fat manatee. Nobody wants a skinny
1: manatee. I That's not like having trust a skinny Santa. A skinny manatee. That's true. They are up to no good. But there you have it. You guys can travel whenever you want. You can and, and it's not one of you is traveling and one of you isn't traveling. And so you've got to try and communicate with each other. You can work and be having fun at the same time as, as we've done so many times.
0: We do it all the time.
1: We had somebody actually uh, call us at about 3 o'clock in the morning Ooh. with the time difference. And it was like, did you not get the memo <laughs> that we're on a cruise halfway around the <gasps> world? How did they even get a hold of you?
2: Cell phone. Did you send them? It
0: a free worked. Clock. It worked. It worked. Well, our our for that company, our office line is through Skype, and we had uh, where where uh, we were. We actually going, I think, through the Straits of Messina at the time. Something. And like we, that. we were hugging Italy, so we had full data coverage on our phones. So it came right through on Skype.
2: Yes. If they reach you at Skype at 3 in the morning and get to see what you look like answering that call.
0: Oh, we don't video. Oh, no, no, we no. Don't. Audio we only.
1: Didn't, it was audio only. Oh, okay. I picked up my cell phone. It was audio um,
2: only. I think that would actually be an advantage to using Skype because they would see your face when they call you at we 3 We want
0: in the to morning. keep our clients. Oh, do yes. You? Yes. <laughs> Even if they
2: call you at 3 in
0: the morning? Yes. That sounds yes.
2: like a disposable client to
3: me.
0: No. no. Really? Oh, no, no such no. thing as a
3: disposable client. <laughs> And there you have one of the arguments. Of- <laughs> a client that needs education. Oh, you, yeah. Now, sometimes you do have to fire your client.
0: Absolutely. And we have done that in the past.
3: It's a, oh, it just gets you right in your heart, though. Depends.
2: Depends on whether or not they're calling you at 3 in the morning.
1: That was a mistake. That, that
0: was you have to, a mistake. But, you know, it was just regular nighttime for them. What was it, an eight-hour time difference? Yeah, it's,
1: it was in their brain. They're normally uh, two to three hours ahead of us because, as you know, here in Arizona, we don't change time. So normally they're two to three hours ahead of us. So if it was, you know, 9 o'clock there, it was, you know, only either six seven, seven, 6 or 7 over yeah. here. Oh, no, wait.
0: They're on vacation.
1: But anyway, uh.
0: we
2: digress. <laughs> We do that sometimes. We do that.
0: And by the way, listeners, you can in fact fire your clients. It's yeah. okay. It really is. It You'll is. get more. You'll get more. Okay, where were we? Business books. Business books. Oh, do you guys have you read or are you reading any business books that you could recommend to our listeners?
2: You know, there, there are.
0: Different well, it's going to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer vo- volume.
2: It's rather we- subjective what is and isn't a business book, I believe. Uh,
0: you could get life lessons anywhere except for Fifty Shades of Grey. There are no <laughs> no life lessons in there whatsoever.
2: Let's see
3: what we're reading right now. I don't know. She stood up for herself at the end and stuck to her guns. I never
0: read it so oh, or I didn't watched read it, it, so I don't. I have no idea. I, I just know I, it's a trash novel.
3: I had to watch it because it was a trash movie.
0: Oh, okay. But Catherine didn't even watch it. No. Nor does she have any desire to. No. Oh, Yank. I didn't
3: have any desire to. It was just, you know, one there's of those nothing else on. Recorded it.
0: Oh, there's so much else on. Oh, oh yeah. And no. and
1: by the by, when we finally uh, interview uh, Christine Rob Sheldon, uh, who who have a adult romance company, Fifty Shades of Gray was required reading for that group.
0: Yes, it was. Yes,
1: it was. So I there you have. I haven't read it.
2: it, but I've heard it's very badly written. It is
1: badly written. It's poorly written. So there you have
2: it. I'm looking up the exact title of the book that I'm reading right now. What's so the approximate title?
1: We put we put exactness on your on your show notes. <laughs> so
2: approximate title sort approximate title. Dirk Quigby's Guide to the Afterlife. Okay. Or pick, pick the afterlife of your choice. Something like that.
0: We'll find it. And folks, it'll be in the show notes at uh, together247.net. We'll have a link to it if you're interested in it. It sounds kind of weird and quirky. Most people
2: would not consider it a business book that I'm reading. However, the basic premise is this guy works in an ad agency and he's hired by Lucifer to tour all of the different types of afterlives and write a guidebook so people can pick which seems like the best fit. And really, that's a business deal. So clearly, it's a business book. Okay, so just say it. So there, it's, so a, there. Business <laughs> it's oh. a business also book. It's a business book. Also reading Felicia Day's autobiography. Uh, it's hard. Nobody's crazy on the internet.
3: Everybody's weird on the internet. Nobody's
2: weird on the internet. Nobody's weird on oh, the internet. Oh, we're butchering it. See, this is why I was something pull about out weird Google and internet. And just look it up. But Felicia almost Day. Felicia and then Day. Day. Thumbs yeah. up. Great book so far. Felicia Day's autobiography.
1: Okay, so we've got both of, those and again, both of those books, and again, they will be on the show notes.
2: And Felicia Day is an entrepreneur, so.
1: Awesome. Isn't business that
2: how to count as a business book? It I'm, I'm reading
3: a book by an ex-Navy SEAL of a hundred survival situations and how to. Survive? Yeah, something Maybe. like that. 100, That's the spoiler. A hundred survival situations, <laughs> something like that.
0: That'll come in handy in the real estate industry.
3: <laughs> the real estate zombie apocalypse. <laughs>
2: so clearly again a business book
0: absolutely absolutely (laughs) all right so let's start wrapping this up a little bit and um if you could give our listeners one bit of advice what would it be
3: get a job
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's kidding
2: (laughs) open lines of communication no matter what industry you choose that is the key to success
0: Fantastic. That, that's kind of a common theme that we have going. A lot of people say, you know, you got to communicate. So if that many people are saying it, it's got to be true. And to play off of your joke of get a job, the funny thing is, once you become an entrepreneur, you find yourself unemployable.
3: <laughs> oh, you have no resume. You like, know. oh, I was self-employed. You know that's.
0: Oh, my resume could be a mile long. Do I want to give it to somebody? Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> No. Yeah, I
2: want to take a bathroom break when I want to take a bathroom break. That's right.
0: <laughs> Forget bathroom nap. Nap. It's yeah, very I'm going to need
3: to take naps. Um, I'll need to be able to start whenever. And,
0: and I have to work in my underwear. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. That that's another. I don't think Walmart will let you do that if you're a greeter. You be a greeter. Darn, <laughs> Barry. <laughs>
2: no, no Walmart greeting jobs oh, for you.
1: gosh. That's right. All right. So moving away from business and- And in, underwear. And underwear. And underwear. Which
2: actually ties into the Fifty Shades of Grey discussion it that was does. going on while I was looking up Dirk Quigby. <laughs> no, See, it
0: it all, no, it doesn't. No, it really doesn't. It all ties together. together.
2: <laughs> it does. It does. It's a big themed episode of your podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to call it, but I you know, don't know either. At least it's not explicit.
1: At least it's not explicit.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to start with Dante's something.
1: <laughs> so, Julia, you're the cook. Um, mm-hmm. it, do you guys cook together? Do you do you uh, use Linda as a sous chef, There's or one do dish, every once
3: in a while, one dish? We can I will that. have an ingredient. Somebody will give me from their garden or from they they're moving and they're cleaning out their fridge and I'll get a mystery ingredient that I've never worked with before. And I will sick Linda on the internet to find a recipe that she thinks looks interesting. And then it's my job to cook it. And she actually is really good at it.
2: But there is one, one recipe that we have together.
0: One. One.
1: And tell one. us
2: about that.
3: Kitty, Kitty, Kitty litter cake. cake.
1: I have, I, you've experienced it too. So kitty litter cake is delicious and probably the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. I make the
3: poop. Yes, <laughs> bet Lem- you do. <laughs> Wait, I have a creme brulee torch, and she torches. The I get little- to
2: blow torch the tootsie rolls to make the cat. Poop. And then
3: she molds it. She sculpts little poops. I'm
0: artistic. Folks, we're going to find a <laughs> recipe on the internet for kitty litter cake.
3: It's delicious, and,
0: and we will put it in the show notes. We-, we might even make that their picture.
3: I think (laughs) think you should. We found out that the human brain only works on carbohydrates. We learned this by doing the Atkins diet, and that's one of the things they warned you. It's like you do need to have your cup of broccoli a day because you need to have some carbohydrates for your brain. Well, before testing, I would make a jello mold of a brain. That's nothing but carbohydrates. And so Linda's kids would carbo load the morning of the test. It was a good tradition for a good four or five years.
2: We actually replenished their brains because, you know, they were using a lot of their brains when they were taking those tests. tests. So, yeah. So, they, they were, eat we brain. had a couple of, back, back in my teaching days, we had a few uh, traditions and we had brains and we had kitty litter
0: cake. I'll bet those PTA meetings were great. Oh, I'm
3: sure.
1: (laughs) I am so sure.
3: And that was one of one of Linda's bending the rules, being a good teacher versus a good employee. Because there's so many schools now that you can't bring any sugar in. You can't. Oh yeah, who's allergic to this?
0: Who's who's that? Oh yeah, yeah. I can. Here's a bag of peanuts. Eat something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you would make you would make a horrible. A horrible school (laughs) father. So last question. Red, white, or beer? Red. Iced tea. Iced tea. We've got one red and one iced tea. All right. So there you have it.
0: And let's go ahead and we'll take a quick break. And then we'll come back with our pet peeves. We have multiple pet peeves of of the day. day. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com. Together 24/7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com/together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com/together.
0: Listeners, you have a business, you need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com. Unless you're driving, then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code Together Two Four Seven to get an additional twenty five percent off at HostGator.com. And we're back. And Catherine introduced our pet peevers. I
1: I don't know why we do this every time because Because pet peevers are our guests.
0: And so, and are they pet peeving?
1: They are pet peeving. So
0: you can introduce our pet peevers.
1: Linda's going to do one, and Julia's going to do one. So, Linda, you can go first
2: okay so I don't know how long ago they started this but they on on envelopes that are they have a pre-printed little spot that tells you where to put the stamp because they think we're too stupid to figure that out on our own it's like they draw a little CSI here's where the body of the stamp goes outline and I it I it just it, it just it's crazy I know, I know where to put the stamp you put the stamp right there Goes. There's just... There's no reason. There's no reason. I think of all the little inks that had to die to make that outline. And I weep. I
3: weep can, for them.
0: Can I play the counterpoint on this one? <laughs> you were a teacher. I was. You see the quality children we hey, have my nowadays. my
2: students were you, awesome! But did you
0: see all of the other, te- other classes in the <laughs> school? I mean, the quality of kids in those classes? My
2: students... My students, and I'm sure all of their friends, would be able to just look at an envelope and use their beautiful, amazing brains and say, I'll bet the stamp goes there without needing some poor squid to be missing his ink so that this wretched thing could be printed on my envelope.
0: Do we really think it's squid ink?
2: No, we don't. But that's not the point. The squids are not listening to this podcast because they'd get electrocuted. So, you know, I mean, I might be stretching it a little bit. But still, really? Do we need that on our envelopes? Really?
0: Catherine, for the love of God, take us to the next pet peeve.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it. It's just as good. Julia, what
3: drives you crazy? Bad directions. If you tell me first right, second left, I'll take the first right. Count one street. Two streets, I expect to find your house. And if it's really, oh, no, I meant first left, second right, or, oh, it was the the south side of the road, not the north side of the road. Oh, it drives me crazy. I hate it when my own Garmin does it. Because there's some addresses that they just can't find. find. Ours is one of them. And you wind up going about two miles out of the way going, no, this is wrong. Because I don't think anymore. If I'm driving, I think about eh, not tailgating, oh, look, a new McDonald's. I don't think about exactly where I'm going because the little voice will come on and say, in 500 feet, turn left. Boop, that's all I need. (laughs) What a great gag gift that would be, though, for someone that you weren't really fond of,
2: a Garmin that gave bad directions So
0: and cursed, but only occasionally.
2: So (laughs) they could figure it out. Yeah, if it cursed at them, they'd they'd know what was going on. But if it played it completely straight, but then took them to the wrong spot, maybe
3: two out of five times,
2: that would be great.
3: Nah, that's see, that's too easy to figure out. It Has to be like one in fifteen. One in fifteen.
2: All right, I think we just found our next entrepreneurial endeavor.
0: Wrong Directions Garmin. Coming to a Spencer Gifts near you for bastards
2: in your life.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. So there we have it, Linda Julia. Thank you so much for being on our show, telling us about. uh, Thank you. About you know all the fun things it takes to become an entrepreneur and to uh, to hang out together.
2: A refrigerator. It takes a refrigerator.
0: It takes
1: a
2: refrigerator and a bathroom
1: and a bathroom. You
0: need them both. All right. All right, Uh, guys. Why don't you tell our listeners how to get a hold of you if they need to buy or sell a house. Or for anything else?
3: Uh, I have a nickname, Agent Julia, and so everything is Agent Julia, agentjulia.com, Julia Julia at agentjulia.com. Pretty easy. I have a nickname, Linda Lieberman, so you can (laughs) find me at... That's a (laughs) good nickname. com.
2: that's... L L I E B as a boy E R M A N dot com. Thank you.
1: Thank and, you
0: and we'll have those all again on our show notes. That's right.
2: All all the
1: contact information <laughs> will be on the show notes. So if you are in the greater Phoenix metropolitan area and you're looking to buy or sell a house, I hear I hear you're very good at doing that.
2: Thank you. We try. <laughs> That's right.
1: Thanks so much for being on the show. Our pleasure. See you everybody next time.
0: Bye bye.
2: You can gesture now, Julia.
0: We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly together at together247.net.
1: Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors links as well.
0: Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net.
1: And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.